All right, y'all. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to the Sacred Pathway Academy podcast with me, Allison Rosell. I know it's been a minute, but I told y'all I was going to come back and I was going to come back whole because I always want to make sure that I find the goddesses that are really walking the walk and not just talking talk. So that brings me to my guest today, the beautiful and exceptional um, chakra tea goddess, Natasha Lee. <laughs> Hi, hey. Natasha. hey, 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 sister. All right. So what I want to do is I want to ask you, Natasha, because I've been I've been looking at your your website and looking at your stuff and I'm like, ooh, okay, yeah, okay, ooh. I need to, we, we need to talk. So, <laughs> so please tell us who you are and how you got started in Chakra Bliss. That name yeah. So I, um, uh, I call myself a spiritual midwife. I'm a self-care and soul care coach. I am a healer, a day spa owner of 20 plus years. I'm a massage therapist, Reiki master, crystal reader, herbalist. <laughs> um, and so I love all things holistic and I really have a heart for pampering women um, in particular um, because we just do so much and we need to really lean into the self-care and tap into the soul care. Um, so that is what I love to do. Um, I recently, um, two years ago, started the Chakra Bliss Tea Company. And that really came from my, my love of still pampering women, creating um, medicine for women that can help them heal, nourish their bodies, um, give them uh, peace of mind every sip. There is peace in every sip. So um, that is really what I love to do. It started out my love for tea um, years ago, watching my aunt as a little kid. She was the epitome of class and beauty. And she used to have these tea parties at her house. And women would come all dolled up. And um, she would hire servers. And it was just like so classy. And they would just have a tea party. And I was little, maybe 10 years old or 11 years old, something like that. And just watching these ladies come together, all dolled up. Um, and it was a healing space. They would all just kind of let their hair down and say what was on their mind and like have a therapy session, a healing se session over a cup of tea. So that I just reached back into that time and brought it forward. And I really love to um, create uh, medicine for women in the forms of herbs and tea. Mm. See, that's beautiful. And what I love about that, Natasha, is the fact that you took it back to your roots of what you remember with, with the power of women coming together and having a, a divine cup of tea. And, you know, that original spill, the tea, uh, back in the day of having a nice cup of tea, getting with your, your girlfriends, and being able to speak and be open with each other about what's going on with ourselves, our families, community, so on and so forth. So I love that you 
you you took that as the inspiration for what you're doing with your uh, Chakra Bliss Tea. And um, I have to say, I love that name. It's Chakra because I'm an energy wellness person myself. And then mm-hmm. you say Bliss and I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, I love it. So you are... Um, really into self-care and soul care and I love mm-hmm. that you use it as say soul care so what I want to ask you is when unfortunately and this is just from my observation mm-hmm. a lot of times when people start talking about self-care they water it down to like bubble baths and mani pedis and, and just things like that which don't get me wrong those can be but that's not the totality of it. Can you speak mm-hmm. about that? Yeah, there's a clear distinction. And this is what I teach women all the time. Uh, self-care is soul deep and spirit led. And it is not getting your hair and your nails done. It can include those things, but the, there is a clear distinction. That is called grooming or maintenance. It is not self-care. Um, you can have a day um, at the spa. I own a spa. So yes, a massage is good. Getting your hair, getting your nails done. That's good to do, but it's deeper than that. It really is soul work and it's not always cute. It's not always pretty. Self-care sometimes is difficult, but it's in those places that it's really effective. If you get down into the, the places that need soul care, attention, your soul needs attention. If you pay attention to that and lean in with real self-care, meaning do the mind work, do the heart work, bringing peace into your your inner sanctuary, yeah. that is self-care. Yeah. It is self-care and self-care is not something you do. It's who you are. Mm. It's a way of being. Yeah. It's a lifestyle. It is not just something we wake up and decide to do or put in our calendar, something to do for the day or, you know, no, it's a lifestyle. Absolutely, it is. And I love that you say that because it is when you're when you're deciding that, because I believe it comes from a decision that, first of all, you're worthy of mm-hmm. having self-care, self-care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But once that decision has been made, it should be a part of you. And so mm-hmm. I love that you said that it's not just what you do, because it's not yes. it's so much deeper than that. It is so much deeper than that. Yes. Yeah. So when you when you are coaching women and guiding them in mm-hmm. showing them about uh, the importance of self-care, soul care. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're a woman, maybe this is a woman who is very neglectful of herself and, and her energy. How do you help that woman get past that she may have like guilt for doing it or she mm-hmm. oh I'm being so selfish for doing this or I don't just you know whatever uh her mindset is on can you talk about that a little bit about how a lot yeah. of women may have that guilt of not wanting to do it yeah and you know it, it may sound cliche but it's so simple get over it let me tell you what led me to no really yeah. make a decision and then get over it because let me tell you I got into self-care really quick. 
I have four sons. One of my sons was diagnosed with a brain tumor and spinal cancer. So it was one, uh, he was five. He is 26 now, healthy and well. But it was during one, I spent a whole year in the hospital with him, chemo and radiation, chemo and radiation. It was during one hospital visit that I completely passed out and ended up in the bed next to him. So when I came to, from that point to this one, it has been about self-care because it wasn't this one big event that led to my fallout. It was an accumulation of all the little things that go undone. Oh, I'll start the diet next week. Oh, I'll go walking when I get a walking buddy. Oh, I'll go to the doctor next month. All the little things we sweep under the rug. And that's what led to this fallout. And so it is the lack of attention that we give to ourselves. It's not paying attention to what's calling us from that soul level. Something's not right. You're not feeling good. Get out and exercise. Get out. And and that's the thing that I hate to do is is exercise. But And we all have our things. And even though I'm a professional self-care coach, we all have our things. But it's about being honest with yourself. None of us are perfect. But let's pay attention to the things that are screaming loudly at us. That pain in your knee, it is telling you something. It is directly connected to something emotional that has gone unchecked. Mm. There's a direct correlation. And so what's going on with your body? Oh, that low back pain? Oh, that comes from feelings of uh, not being able to support yourself in this world. Neck pains, oh, not being able to hold yourself up in this world. It's it's all related to something. And so pay attention to the little things that are screaming loudly before they come big things that have you fall out like I did. And so don't feel guilty about it. We have to put ourselves first. I, for me, being a mom, to me, my idea of being a great mom, breakfast every day. Uh, and it sounds basic, like, yeah, you would give your kids breakfast every day. <laughs> but but really, it's like the push to be perfect. It has to look a certain way. It has to, you know, lunch, dinner, the house has to be perfect. But I was so, I didn't receive help in any kind of way. I'm kind of like OCD-ish. <laughs> my linen closet had to look perfect. The towels had to line up. And I told my therapist said, I said, I'm so overwhelmed. She said, why don't you have your kids help you? I said, because I tried it and then it looks sloppy and I take it all down and I redo it. She says, oh, what message are you sending to your kids that what they do is not good enough? Ooh. So we have to just look at everything holistically and not feel guilty about it and get the help you need and take the rest that you need. Rest is so important. I have a program coming up called Rest because women, particularly Black women, don't know how to rest. Rest, reclaiming energy for sustainable transformation. Rest, reclaiming energy for sustainable transformation. That's what we have to learn how to do. That is so beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Mm -hmm. That is so and so it taking care of yourself is nothing to feel guilty about. So you know what I did? That having to have 
scrambled eggs, toast, grits but in the morning. Oh no, you know what I did? I, after that fallout experience, I came home. I went to, I don't know, Target or Walmart. I bought an extra coffee pot and I, I brewed fresh hot water every day. And I put a basket out, hot chocolate envelopes, cup of noodle, instant oatmeal, whatever that hot water can produce, that's what you're going to have for breakfast. <laughs> so, you know, what can we do to yeah. make life simple for us or easy for us? Right. It doesn't have to be extra. Let's simplify this thing. Yeah, speak on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. because you said something really, really key because of, actually you said a, a few things and I'm going to go back to them. The one thing that I know can really be so toxic and harmful for so many of us is that perfectionism. Everything has to line up and be perfect. You know, if I don't have everything exactly the way it should be, mm-hmm. the world is going to come to an end. And we stress ourselves out so bad trying to present ourselves, our home as perfect. And it's like, okay, but no, you, you were never meant to be what in that picturesque kind of look. Mm-hmm. you're supposed to be you and part mm-hmm. of being you is you honoring yourself and taking care of yourself so I love that you brought up perfectionism because that's something mm-hmm. I teach on and I woo, I don't I just we not we don't have time for that because mm-hmm. you're gonna kill yourself you will you that gonna kill is, yourself and it's perception what you you are working so hard to appear perfect but it's perception. Your perfect might not be the next person's perfect and you still don't look perfect, right? So yeah, yeah. just be you, yep. And the other thing you said, Natasha, that this is something because when I do work with Black women, this is something that we have instilled in us generationally, societally of, you know, never let them see you sweat. Always, you know, show up no matter if it kills you. You know, um, don't don't rest. If you are sitting around, you're being lazy. Uh, you know, you you have to do this and outperform and outshine and out this and out that. Cause I can remember, you know, by the well-meaning people who raised me, you know, they did what the best they could. But the thing that, especially like my generation, our generation was taught is you have to be 10 times better than your counterpart. So if that goes mm-hmm. into my mind, that means that I'm constantly working, mm-hmm. constantly moving, constantly trying to reach some unattainable like level mm-hmm. that I'm actually killing myself. Mm-hmm. And they didn't know, but that's the lie they told us. Yeah. We don't have to be better than anybody else. We are the best already, perfect, whole, and complete. Yeah. No competition. No, nobody can be me, and I can't be anybody else. But I can be the best me that I can be, yeah. and that calls for no competition. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. 
And yeah, I like I said, I love, love, love. Now here's something interesting, Natasha. So I I love like oracle cards, obviously. I read them too. And yes, and I love that. And I have some affirmation cards. And before our session, I pulled one because I wanted to see what would be something uh, uh, juicy for us to talk about. Mm -hmm. And so I pulled from One Manifesting Fertility Goddess Deck. Oh, Abiola Abrams. Yes. So this is the goddess that came up, Goddess Katesh. And she's Mm. about pleasure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And her affirmation says, it is good to feel good. My ecstasy is a manifesting force. Mm-hmm. It is good to feel good. My ecstasy is a manifesting force. Now, the reason why I find this so ironical that this came up is because since we're sitting here talking about soul care and self-care, mm-hmm. is something that we deny ourselves a lot. Not me, though. <laughs> but yeah, the girl, but... <laughs> But yes, it is. So can you talk about that? Because some people might not see that as soul care, but it's very much part of soul care is is having pleasure in life. Would you agree? Absolutely. Pleasure fuels you. Pleasure fuels your creativity. Pleasure fuels your healing. It is actually the key to leveling up. It is the key we, if we don't experience pleasure in our lives, it's just, it's, it's dull. It's dead. It's not life-giving. It's just, I, I don't, you just have to have and include pleasure in your life and open yourself up to pleasure and create pleasurable experiences for yourself every day. Every day. And it could be, um, it can look many different ways. There's, there's uh, experiencing pleasure through sex. There's experienced pleasure through food. Um, there's experiencing pleasure through um, environment, um, smell. Um, how do you like to experience pleasure? For me, it's like I receive pleasure through peace. Peace fuels me. It, I, every year for my birthday, I choose a word that's my mantra for the year or a word that's going to guide me and pull me forward. And for the five handful of years, I have not been able to relinquish the word peace. I live by that word. And peace gives me great pleasure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I drive up in front of my house, my home rises up to greet me. My bedroom is so pleasurably peaceful there's things i have my crystals i have my 50 oracle card decks i have my uh, essential oil burner i have um fresh flowers which i uh buy fresh flowers for myself every friday um yeah and so that brings me great pleasure I like to see fresh flowers. I like to smell fresh flowers. That is something that I love. So I include that in my life. It brings me pleasure. It helps to spark my creativity. When I look at the flowers, I get inspired. I want to sit at my computer and do some work for my business. It's what's going to create pleasure in your life. Find that thing and create it and do it. 
Yes, find that thing, find it. Mm -hmm. So, Natasha, um, let's talk about the tea, though. Let's go back and let's talk about the tea because I'm very curious when it comes to the chakra bliss. So, Mm -hmm. the origin story of how you got there. So, um, sorry about that. is the tea something that you made? Is it like a, a recipe that you created or? Absolutely. Yes. I, I hand blended and created every um, formula that is in my line. Um, it is a, an act of love. I, I create these blends um, with pleasure in mind for the woman, for the experience on the other end. I want every sip to be pleasurable, um, peaceful, blissful. And so, um, yeah, I, I love to blend and create and that is, yeah, I love it. <laughs> I, I, I'm ready to try some and I will be, you know, taking a look, see which one I want to order. How many do they come in like different flavors, different Yes, we have an integrative wellness uh, line. We have a chakra line. We have a wine-inspired line, um, which I'm remastering the wine-inspired line right now. Um, And we have a manifesting line, which is the most popular um, line. We have manifesting peace, manifesting goddess. We have uh, one called Blood Moon, which is the most popular tea in my whole collection. It's called Blood Moon. Um, And then the manifesting goddess, um, manifesting uh, truth and manifesting abundance. And so the manifesting tea line happens to be the most popular. Um, And yeah, I have to say, I love them. They're really good, really good. Yeah, I love that. So when you you first started your line, was it, what, what, let's see how long was this? When you started your line and you started, I guess my thing is I I'm immediately think of plant medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, is that something that you also uh, were kind of pulling from is maybe you had experience in plant medicine or was it just something uh, as you were learning as a uh, energy wellness person, a, a Reiki master? Yeah. Um, learning about the chakras, you just were like, okay, let me just try this. You know, where did, where, I guess that is another part of where it came from. Right. So I love plant medicine. I, um, I'm an herbalist and I love creating blends. Like I'll think of what attributes need to go in for healing. Um, do you need, um, a lymph mover, or do you need a lung enhancer, or do, you know, so I just kind of think holistically what is needed, and I try to put it together a blend um, that will support what, you know, the peace, or the truth, or the, or, you know, (laughs) or um, like we have a a mommy-to-be blend, so um, expecting mothers, they, you know, what do they need to replenish and, you know, restore, and yeah, so I, I love it. I love it. Yeah. And I, each tea is crystal infused, um, Reiki infused, Ooh. cleansed and saged. So they have good energy. It goes out with every batch, with every order. Thank you. Thank you for saying that because 
that's very important. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, as a Reiki master, as a fellow, fellowist Reiki master, um, that's something that I love because I teach my students that I'm like, if you have products that you create, you better be Reikiing your products. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it enhances the experience for them. And yes. it really helps that energy and whatever you are trying to um, convey with that product will come mm-hmm. over even more because that beautiful Reiki energy is in there. Yeah, it's like sealing in, sealing it in with um, healing energy, right? And so, yes, that's what I want um, my customers and clients to experience. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Natasha, before we wrap up this conversation, I still, I want to um, bring up the fact that if you all really want to just like, tap into the magic of this goddess you need to hit her up and look her up on clubhouse because that's i think that's how i found her um Mm. (laughs) she and a group of of other women come together for the is it the self-care sanctuary yes love it yes and you know every time i see the name and i see the word sanctuary the first thing i think back to is a gospel song we lift our hands in the sanctuary. <laughs> <laughs> so every time I see that word pop up on my feed that you all are having your room, I, that song immediately jumps into my head. So um, I wanted you to just tell us about uh, the self-care sanctuary um, mm-hmm. and how they can tune in and catch you uh, on Clubhouse. The Healing Sanctuary on Clubhouse is a safe, sacred space where healing and transformation takes place through conversation, um, healthy conversation. And you can have that conversation over a cup of tea if you like. But um, yeah, it's just a group of women that have come together in true sisterhood. And I mean true sisterhood. And we share really what's on our hearts. And, you know, I I said to someone, not a lot of people come up to the stage to talk. And she said, that's because it's already so complete. Like we're learning so much from the panel that we don't need to come up. You guys are sharing your hearts and souls and experiences. And so that warmed my heart, but it is a growing community of um, like-hearted sisters and a few good men that come in and just rest. And we pour into them. Um, on topics around self-care, wellness, um, and, and wholeness. Yes. It's a beautiful room. You know, I, I would say for anyone, um, if you are like me, how sometimes you can go on Clubhouse and you see all this other stuff on there and you'd be like, okay. But then you look over and you see a beautiful room like Goddess Natasha has with her sisters and then you're like, oh, let me go in. So I would encourage anybody, just please follow her, click the bell on there. And that way, whenever mm-hmm. she's on, you will get the notification because those rooms are powerful. I've been in a few of them. And I agree. Like you're sitting in the audience, there's really no need for me to raise my <laughs> hand because 
every woman up there has some sort of representation of either something I'm currently experiencing or I have experienced or probably I've yet to experience, but I still somehow relate to it. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just think it's beautiful. I think it's beautiful. So Yes, and we have to have you be a special guest in the sanctuary. Really love it. Oh my God. Love it. I we're gonna make that happen. (laughs) Please. Okay. So um goddess Natasha, I want you to tell um other than Clubhouse, how can people find you and be able to get some of that delicious tea and maybe even book a coaching session with you? Yeah, so um, Facebook and Instagram, the Chakra Bliss Tea, um, Chakra Bliss Tea, um, and ChakraBlissTea.com. You can find out all things Natasha Lee and uh, for my products and services. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, I have enjoyed our conversation talking about self-care. Yes. You definitely were hitting on some points, and I'm like, yes, talk about that, because we can't talk about that enough. And when mm-hmm. you said just get over it, I'm like, thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love it. So I appreciate you taking the time out of your day. Thank to, you. Um, thank you. Share your magic and your love and wisdom. And um, I look forward to you coming back. Um, yeah. maybe what I'll do is maybe put something together where all of the goddesses of the sanctuary can come in and Oh, I think that would be beautiful. I would love that. They would love that. We would all be honored. Yes. So we will make that happen. Yes. Well, thank you all for joining us. I am so grateful to each and every person who watches or listens to this podcast. Make sure that you follow, subscribe, like, comment, share, do all of those things because sharing is caring. And you never know, somebody might need this message. So don't hold back and share it with someone. But I thank you all so much. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And I'll see you next time on the Sacred Pathway Academy podcast. Bye for now.